the sounds of an academic office. If you've studied or worked in one, you'd know that clinching a chance to travel and represent your work at conferences is crucial for building your profile as a researcher. But is it really worth all that hype? Our new PhD hire, Maria, has been waiting on some conference applications and a, oh, here she comes. <clears throat> I bought pastries. Dear Lord, you are a godsend. How are you feeling today? <sighs> Uncomfortable. Hot? Sweating. Not long now, though. <sighs> Two months is a very long time. But at least you'll have a baby at the end of it. <laughs> you know, if I'd known how hot this summer was going to be, I'd have planned it all a bit better. Global warming. I know. I know. Yeah, you know, someone should uh, should do something about that. Hmm? <laughs> <gasps> Sheesh, are you okay? Oh my god! <laughs> I got an email back from the conference, the one in Madrid. Madrid, Madrid. Oh, the Climate Science and Action Conference. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've been invited to present my recent paper. I got in! Oh, indeed you have. Oh, yes, your first conference. My first conference. Oh, God. Oh, my first conference. Are you going to be fine? Right, you've been doing great. Fantastic. Your supervisor is going to be thrilled. Should I email her separately or just for her the invitation? I wonder how hot Madrid is this time of year. I forgot how much I hate talking in front of people. Oh, why did I sign up for this? Let's see, it's good for your career. Uh, networking opportunity, not to mention perks of the job getting to travel. Ah, yes, academia, where even the vacations are stressful. <laughs> lucky, lucky, lucky. Um... I'll mention you in my presentation, I promise. I'll tell them how much work you've put in. Uh, no. You're going to tell them about how much work you've put in. Don't sell yourself short here, okay? I want you to have done at least two conferences by the time I'm back from maternity leave, right? Huh, that's funny. What? Another email's come through. What does that one say? It's, um... Oh, it's an app they're testing out on the attendees of the conference. It's called Scribe, with a Y. Mm, fancy. A whole app, just for a one-day event. Doth it scry the events unfolding? Mayhem. <laughs> no, no, no. It says... The app will help academics make better science-based lifestyle choices that affect climate change. Ah, <laughs> oh, seems apt, right? I mean, the conference is about climate science and action, after all. Are you going to try it? Sure, couldn't hurt. Besides, it might start some good conversations at the conference, if everyone is trying out a new app. Oh, oh, that was quick. Hello. Oh, it speaks. 
<laughs> it does. I am Scribe. I am here to help you increase awareness on your environmental impact and to help you make better, more carbon neutral decisions in your daily life. Um, uh, can't you mute it? I don't think so. I'll put that in the feedback. Enter your name. All right. Maria. Hello, Maria. What are your plans? Does it have a, a drop-down menu? Uh, ba, 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 ba. no. But I can record myself talking, apparently. <clears throat> I am going to a conference in two months. Wow. Sounds great. Where is your conference located? Madrid. Where are you located? Milan. Madrid to Milan. That is a distance of 1,584.3 kilometers. How do you plan to travel? Oh, now I get a drop-down menu. Okay. Um, airplane, probably economy, right? <laughs> Are you uh, earning enough to fly a business? To travel round trip from Milan to Madrid by airplane in economy class is 0.33 tons of carbon emissions. Is that a lot? <sighs> Try by train, maybe. Yeah, right. Uh, Milan to Madrid by train. To travel round trip from Milan to Madrid by train is 0 0.01 tons of carbon emissions. Huh. Well, that's a lot lower. Huh. Uh, what does one ton of carbon emissions look like? One ton of carbon emissions is the same weight as a black rhino or a 1979 Volkswagen Beetle. In order to capture one ton of carbon emissions, 50 trees must grow for one year. So I take three round-trip flights per year, and boom, I've put a ton of CO2 into the atmosphere. Could do. Or you take the train 100 times. Well, I guess I'm taking the train. Job I wasn't in the meeting. My travel request was denied. What? Why? Because the train is 20 hours long and the conference is midweek, so I either have to use my vacation time to travel the day before and after, or it doesn't get approved. But surely you can work on the train. The faculty doesn't allow it without extenuating circumstances, and this isn't important enough. Wow. Furthermore. Oh, there's more. Mm -hmm. They won't reimburse any of it because it's not the cheapest form of travel available to me. They want you to take the bus. No, no, they want me to fly. The flights are actually the cheapest way to travel. I mean, the irony, the irony of not letting you take a train to a conference on, on climate change. Ugh, it's unbelievable. Ugh, it's ridiculous. Ugh, are you going to make an appeal? Should I? Why not? 
I'm here for another three years at least. I don't want them to think I'm a difficult student or anything. Uh, look, maybe, maybe we should bring it up at the next faculty-wide meeting. At, wait, at the end of the term? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, you'll just have to fly in the meantime. Sorry, scribe. I tried. Okay, risk assessment for vulnerable communities. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm missing the reference for this one. Um, I was so sure I had it here somewhere. Where is it? Who has the privilege <gasps> to travel? I told you. I tried to do the right thing. The university's policy won't let me choose the train. I just need to finish this paper by... <gasps> it's 10 p.m. already? Oh, I should have been out of the office hours ago. Why do universities encourage air travel? Um, um, Did you know that traveling is shown to have little to no impact on academic career trajectory? Wait, wait, oh, no, 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 wait, wait, did I see that? Events planned at conferences can easily be translated into digital and virtual experiences. Oh, I didn't save it. Oh, no, 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 come on, come on. There's got to be a way to get the previous version. Did you know? God, will you shut up? You're not helping me. They're going to think I'm incompetent as well as difficult. This is literally what I've been working for years towards, and you are just not helping. You don't have to attend the conference. That's it. I'm turning you off. I don't need this. Vegetarian is the largest <coughs> difference in sustainability. And when people are aware of how big an impact an imperfect diet can create, they are more likely to... Hey, are you... Uh, are you still listening? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, hey, uh, where are you from? Um, Barcelona, but now I live in Paris. Is is that where you study? Oui. Did you fly here? Yeah, I arrived last night. That's like the same distance from Milan to here, isn't it? Um, yeah, I suppose. And you? Me? Are you from Paris as well? I'm actually from Krakow. I'm just studying in Paris. Ah. How often do you go home? Um, a couple of times a year, you know, for Christmas, Easter, my birthday. Uh-huh. And you fly? Yeah. I take the train, but it's so expensive. Hmm. That means that between the three of us here, for this one trip to Madrid, we've put one ton of CO2 into the atmosphere. That's like a whole rhino. A whole 
Rhino. Or um, 1979 Volkswagen Beetle. Mm, well, two, really, if you go home three times a year. That means it would take uh, 100 trees a year to turn that back into oxygen again. And how much would it be if we all took the train? It would be uh, 0.06 tons instead. It's a shame the train is so expensive. I would not afford to be here if I had to come by train. But you could afford to be here. What was that? Hmm? Nothing. I hate to say it, but traveling is one of the few perks of the job. You flew in this morning, right? Yes. What are you doing after? <sighs> Honestly, I am so tired, I might just go straight back to the hotel afterwards. And then you're flying back tomorrow? Yes. Well, is it really a perk then? Hmm, I guess not. But at least we are getting our names out there. Actually, traveling is meant to have little to no impact on professional academic success. <laughs> is that what your seminar is on? Oh, uh, no. Then how do you know so much about it? There's this app. It came with the invite. What, didn't you download it? The one they sent in the email? Nah, we didn't download it. Hmm. But maybe we should have. So, if we visualize all that data over here, um, this graph here is a good representation of vulnerability as it relates to um, uh, vulnerability research. Uh, you can see there are four groups which are typically used. Why travel the distance for such a low rate of data transfer? Oh, sorry, sorry, I, I thought I had that on silent. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, there we go. Where were we? Uh, okay, so, <clears throat> as I was saying, there are two classical approaches the risk-hazard approach and the political economy approach. And then the pressure and release model and, um, and the... Is my mic on? Uh, no, s seriously, is my mic on? Can you hear me? I'm looking out and I'm not seeing a lot of eye contact here. It feels like I'm teaching my first-year quantitative statistics seminar group. Hmm. Okay, okay, that may have been harsh. But here's the thing, and it's kind of bugging me. I'm really sorry, Esther, but I'm going completely off script. How many people in this room would consider themselves Western? In fact, Let's get some kinesthetic energy going. Could anyone in here who considers themselves as Western please stand up? Good, good. Most of the room. That's what I thought. Okay. Stay standing if you've traveled to a developing country to conduct research. Those who haven't, please sit. Okay, okay. That's still more than half the room. All right. Now, Stay standing if you flew to those countries. 
We're down by just one. Okay. Now, <clears throat> sit down. If you think that there was absolutely no way, that research could have been done if you hadn't personally traveled to that country. In other words, sit down. If you think there were no researchers in that country who could have done the same work. I, oh, okay. I, I'm, not, I'm not attacking you. This, this isn't me calling you out. This is, this is um, raising awareness. I'm raising consciousness. But look around you. At least half of the room has been privileged enough to be able to travel to a developing country and then travel back to tell other privileged people about it rather than letting local researchers do the same work. It feels a little, I don't know, um, old school anthropology, right? I'm sorry, I know you were here to listen to a seminar on vulnerability models in climate science, but, well, all my research is available online. If it's behind a paywall, just email me and honestly, I'll be so thrilled that you're interested that I'll just send you the PDF. I don't think I actually need to be here. I don't think any of you do either. It's just, maybe next year we should just do this all online? I've gotten pretty good at using Foom this past year. We were all so worried about flight emissions reaching pre-pandemic levels. Maybe we, as academics should lead by example. How about only visiting local conferences or live streaming academics who live further out? Only traveling by sustainable means, petitioning our own universities to create better travel policies which don't penalize you for taking the more sustainable option. I could go back to talking about conceptual frameworks or, if you want to, we could maybe get the ball rolling on something here. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Can, can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. Where is she? Here she is. Say hello, Lucy. Say hello. Hello. <gasps> She's so beautiful. Oh, hello. Hello, Bambina. You're so beautiful. <laughs> Yes, she is. She is, isn't she? Yes, she's also a little pain when she wants to be as well, isn't she? Yes, she is. Yes, <laughs> I don't she believe is. it. <laughs> oh. Here, let me just put a... So, come on, spill. How are things going? You're, uh, you're always so busy now. You remember that app I used at the Madrid conference? It put me in contact with an organization called Explain. Oh, organizing a conference is difficult, but I'm getting a lot of help from them and the people around me. 
Super. And the uh, and the policy change? Ah, oh, the higher ups finally approved it. So, going forward, the university will not reimburse for flights within Europe, and any flights which are necessary cost the university and the traveler a small fee towards reforestation projects. Ah, oh, great. Ah, oh, nicely done. <laughs> also, this just in. We're organizing like a mm, speed dating event, but for PhD students and academic mentors so that they can get the networking effect that they would get from a real conference. You know, I've always found networking at conferences to be impossible anyway, yeah? I mean, there's too many people running around trying to make themselves as busy as possible, leaving very little time for, you know, quality networking. (sighs) But uh, I'm, I'm so... Proud of you, Maria. I mean, I asked you to just be in two conferences before my maternity leave is over, and well, here you are running one. Brilliant. <laughs> I know. Which just leaves me one final thing. A request. A request. Mm-hmm. Intriguing. Far away. Esther. Mm-hmm. Would you be a keynote speaker for the virtual conference? You can do it from home and we can arrange a time that works for you. You don't have to worry about travel or being away from home. And you can even bring little Lucy along with you. Right. Or, or, or of course, if it's too much, you're on maternity leave after all. It, it doesn't matter. There will always be next year or the year after. And Maria, I would love to. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, and I I definitely want in on whatever this speed networking dating thing is. Lucy, dear, I love you, I love you so much. Yes, I do. But Mummy needs to talk to some adults about smart things. Aww, Lucy, you can join Mummy one day. (laughs) Well, you know, if her ambition turns out to be as strong as her kicks... Yeah, the universities might not be ready for her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, so the PhD speed dating takes place on every third Friday of the month. I can send you the invite for it, no problem. But first, you'll have to fill in an online form (laughs) so that we can get all of your details and identity. Thank you for listening to Flights of Fancy. Who'd have thought that air travel would be one of the largest sources of carbon emissions at universities? More than 50% of campus emissions is released by the aviation industry, and many universities pass them off as being out of their control. Today, we have special guests, Kim and Amy from X-Plane. That's E-X-P-L-A-N-E to tell us more about how they tackle this issue. Absolutely. Explain spreads awareness on the topic of flying within academia and provides students and academics at universities with resources and a network to help them kickstart their conversations with their university towards sustainable travel policies. That's right. Explain created a toolkit to help you start your own Explain group and cultivate conscious practices to get you and universities inspired. On top of that, Explain gives talks and can give workshops or webinars. Together with our partner Stay Grounded, we do research on climate justice 
and we develop new workshops. We also recently launched the Thoughtful Travel Pledge with Flying Less, Tone Busima and Kate Whitfield. If you feel the way we do about sustainable travel in academia, head on to timetoexplain.com to sign the pledge. This has been a No Place Green Enough production. Flights of Fancy was written by Kelsey Danks. Sound and direction by Tivia Nair. Voice acting by Marta Da Silva, Sarah Golding, Luis Alberto Martin, Alexander Stefanovic, and Ruth Anna Reardon. The album art was created by Marie Blesser. Thank you to our guests, Amy Song and Kim Vondaheide from Explain for sharing their work with us. You can listen to more original climate and humanitarian stories at podcast.noplacegreenenough.com. You can also find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. No Place Green Enough podcast is funded by the Erasmus Student Alumni Association, EIT Climate Kick, and 350.org.